good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening to the day. Today is the 22nd of July, year of our Lord, 2021. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. We are just going to jump right into it today, ladies and gentlemen. We are a week away from the draft. Basically, well, actually, actually, yeah, as of this release, we'll be uh, exactly seven days away from the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just do our quick mailbag thing today, and then next week it'll be our draft preview, as if there really even needs to be one, because it's going to be Cade Cunningham. But maybe we'll talk about some of the other teams. Maybe we'll kind of mock our top ten or something like that. Yeah, I have and, a piece uh, coming up, uh, coming out tomorrow um, where I made every pick that the Pistons have, assuming they don't trade. So all four picks, I try to predict who I think they'll take in each four spots. Um, Which, at again – Check that out. Um, it'll be on my Twitter at 9 a.m. So, just again, you, we're like 95% sure. We're No, we're 100% sure we're not making all those picks. Um, I, I wouldn't say that. I don't know that for sure. Uh, really? I I, if I had to guess, they would trade at least – I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, there's a world maybe um, where – there's a world where both happen. Uh, you're able to get a – uh, a guy that you can draft and stash, you can get a guy you can put in the G League, and a guy maybe you want to try on the main roster. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, I wouldn't, yeah, no, either way could happen. I don't think, um, I don't think anything's set in stone. So, I don't, I, I, I can't tell you that. I don't know that for certain. I think that there's just this general sense of like, it just doesn't really make any sense for us to have four more rookies on this team. Right. No, I agree. And that's why I mentioned the draft and stash right. thing. I, th- I think if they do keep those picks, that's certainly going to happen. Um, and I think they get a guy that a true developmental guy that they will just put in the G League the whole year, and then one guy who might float back and forth, and then obviously whoever they get with number one. Um, but I, yeah. So I, I, I made, for the sake of not having to try to predict trades, I made four picks: one thirty-seven, forty-two, fifty. I don't remember what four picks they have uh, number numerically, but check it out. The Athletic. I, I tried my best at predicting, and we'll see if I'm right. And I'll actually be in New York for the draft, so. Um, Whoa. on when on Wednesday, I'll be in New York, so we'll be potting from uh downtown Brooklyn. Whoa, are you, whoa? Why? The I, team I cover has the number one pick. I don't know. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know that was a thing. That oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, media goes. Yeah, sorry, okay. I didn't know people didn't know that. Yes, media goes. I guess it's not that. I guess, I guess that does sound dumb. It's not that. I don't know. Have you been it to any other draft? Is it just because we have number one? Yeah, just because it's number. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. what I was gonna say. I was like, obviously you didn't go last year. You're not gonna go to Killian's house in Florida or wherever it was. <laughs> right. But for any of the other, like Seiko, I was like, you weren't, you weren't there. Yeah. I know that you and I weren't friends then, but okay, no, that's fun. This will be my first draft. What, uh, man, that's gonna be so cool. So you get to like, I don't know, you're gonna like talk to Cade in the green room or something like that. That's the hope. Yeah, that's why we're. I think all wow. the beat guys are going. We were told there's a good chance that we would get time with them. Um. Obviously, that's not guaranteed, but we sure hope so. Otherwise, we wouldn't have went. <laughs> time with Cade or time with Cade. the pick? The pi- Oh, sorry, the pick. Okay. You I just conf- want to make you conf- sure. You you confuse me. Yes, with the pick. Yeah, which is we're just it, – it's obviously Cade. So I'm just making sure that, like, you're not just going to – okay. Um, so, okay, I'm not going to keep asking questions about that because it doesn't matter. Let's get into our mailbag. Okay. okay. Let's Thank do you, that. everybody who sent us in a question. Yeah, one of my favorite ones that we got – Oh, also, we hit a thousand followers on the Bunny Cardigan on Twitter. So thank Did you very, we? very much. Yeah, we just hit it today. Um, I kind of feel like 
I appreciate every single one of those thousand followers, but we got to get that up. Like you have 20, I have 20. We need to get that up. Yeah, I have 23. Let's not, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. I want everybody to remember that I am higher than James now. Um, I like this question a lot. comes from Anthony. James, have you ever written a piece that you thought was fire, but didn't receive the traction it deserved? Yes, there is one. And it always, um, if you go back to, when was Jose Calderon's last year on the team? 2017, 18, 18, 19? I thought it was eighteen nineteen, yeah. Eighteen nineteen. I did a piece at the trade deadline. What it what it's like the title of the headline is what it's like to be traded. And yeah. I talked to Jose, who had been traded a bunch. I learned that when he got traded from Toronto to Detroit the first time in that three team deal involving Tayshawn, he drove from Toronto to Michigan. I talked to Langston, um, who was in the Demarcus Cousins trade, uh the New Orleans and Sacramento one. And I can't remember who – I talked to Kyrie Thomas, who was obviously traded on draft day. Uh, I thought it was a really cool story, and it did not um, – it did not uh, – so you just did a face, and I got a tweet. I hope this is not – No, 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 unrelated. Okay, okay. I like um, – I'm sorry, I like one of the questions that we got. Okay, sorry. That's my, – my heart dropped. Um, yeah, I thought that story was going to bang, and it actually didn't, weirdly enough. Okay. That's too bad. Everybody go back and retroactively, uh, everyone give the the green guy, the green face on James's story. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you get, is it like Twitter? Do you get to see who gave what reactions? I don't, uh, in a sense, yeah. I mean, that's not the most, obviously subscriptions is the most important thing for us. Well, sure. So sure. I I'm see just that. saying like, yeah. I mean, there's a, there is a mathematical um, equation that, yes, I don't see exactly who hit green yellow red but there's a mathematical equation for a numerical number that right adds it all up or whatever it's it's a good thing you can't see that because you'd realize that i'm one of your biggest haters if you could see that i'm red face every single time i feel like just kidding kidding. i feel like yeah you're you're just blowing smoke because you always you always send me the green photo yeah you always you always show love i respect i appreciate i i hit you don't even read it read the story yeah Yeah. (laughs) thank you yeah um all right I like this. Cade Lambeer. If the Bun and Cardigan became the most popular basketball podcast and they made a biop- biopic about it, who would play each of you? Your biopic? That's, that's, I'm biopic. Your biopic? Yeah. Okay. I think so. No, I, I know so. people Maybe, say it differently. I, I'm sure, I, I'm sure I've say, I say it both ways, but I guess in that instance, yeah, you're right. I said it the other way. <sighs> who plays me? Because I'm just, let's just Jack Black. Just give me Jack Black. Fine. Yeah, I agree. He's got he's to gotta go to the gym or something, though, first. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I he mean, looks like now. <laughs> I haven't seen a Jack Black photo in a decade, but I definitely see the the similarities. Um, For me? We'll give you, like, Idris Elba or something like that. <laughs> I wish. Um, Michael B. Jordan. Ew, no. Do, do I sound, when I do a podcast, do I sound like I'm reading off a card? Because that's how he acts. I'm. Oh, is this? Is this? We. Okay, so both of us are on the same page. This is a Michael B. Jordan slander pod. He's a terrible actor. Cool. We're on the same page. Awesome. Yeah, terrible. Um, I don't know. Do you have one for me? I don't. I honestly think. I mean, I don't know that it always. I don't know. The biopic people don't always look like the actual people that they're portraying. They'd probably just. 
I don't know. I, I really don't question. know. That's don't a know. really good question because I read this earlier. I, I kind of sifted through these, and I remember seeing that one. one of, that was one of the first ones I saw. And I, 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 Maybe I Jordan knew me. Peele. Like there's a, a, a dark a sense of humor there. Uh, sure. Can be serious, can be goofy. Jordan, Jordan is Jordan Peele the one that's that did uh, Get Out and yes, yeah, him. Yeah. I always get Key and Peele mixed up. Yeah, uh, yeah, Keegan Michael Key. I'm pretty sure he's actually from Detroit, isn't he? I didn't or know that. Michigan. He could be right. He could pretty be right. sure he that. is, or he like went to school here or something. He has he has Michigan ties in some way. Some okay. people let us know who's who's going to play James. I don't know. That's a good yeah, question. I don't know. That's a great question. Um, all right, I want to throw this one out there. Ooh, it's topical. Actually, I like this one, James. Uh, is there anything that you can tell us about how Cade's workout went? I don't know if you've been privy to that information. Um, <laughs> you don't know, do you? Um, uh, no, there is nothing I can say. Okay. I like the sound of that. Uh, this one is from Kyle Metz. Kyle Metz is a, is a, is a great supporter of the show. He interacts with yes. us a lot. I really Shout appreciate Kyle, Kyle Metz. Metz. Thank you, Kyle, for being, uh, such a big fan. If Evan Mobley drops to four, what would you offer the offer the Raptors for the pick, if anything, so you could pair him with Cade? I don't think there's anything you can. Um, I mean, maybe there's a conversation. If you, I wouldn't do this, uh, but maybe there's a conversation. Uh, Jeremy and Killian is that a conversation? And future capital. Is that too much? Uh, I don't. Jeremy and Killian might be too much as is. I mean, the well, from are our trying perspective, to win. right? I'm just thinking about what Toronto's gonna. Um, well, I guess yeah, you're right. I feel like we give them one of our seconds just so we can get off of it. Give them their second back. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. There you go. The one we got from Brooklyn. You're right. Actually, that might sure. be a little much. I, I, I was gonna say. Do, I'm still saying no, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'd do that trade if I'm Detroit. But I'm saying something like that might make Toronto think about it. Maybe. I want to throw this one out there. So I was on uh, the Detroiters podcast hosted by Nick Bradley, and Eli was on it with me. Shout out to Eli, one of the champions okay. of Pistons Twitter. Eli asked a really good question, and I told him that I was going to steal it so that I could ask you. So it's actually great that we're doing a mailbag. So this one's Eli didn't submit this, but it's from Eli. Mm-hmm. How fast does Cade's jersey outsell Blake's when he was obviously here? Mm, probably pretty quickly. I said by January, and I then think, I was like, "Okay, I don't know about that." But by his, by the end of his rookie year, yes, I think quicker than that. Really? Yeah, I just think everybody's super excited if Kate is the pick. Okay, all right. When? And then if Kate's not the pick, I don't think that jersey. I think people got to. <laughs> then it might be January. People need to be convinced. Yeah, a hundred percent. This one is from Czar. Shout out to Czar. Pistons culture in parentheses, no stars, and hard work, has always been something that's re- revered among former players and fans. While that attitude may still exist with Cade coming in, the culture may change a bit because he can be a superstar. How do you think fans would handle this change? And then he adds, not that it's a bad thing, it's just a culture change. But I would say to that, that even though Cade could potentially be a superstar, um, and even if you don't think he is, just for the sake of it, there's a world in which he is, I don't think that that means that he can't still adhere to what the Detroit standards are. And yeah. I think just just him being a superstar, I don't really know how to make this point, but I think you kind of get where I'm going. Yeah, I think Blake 
we found out very quickly Blake was very quote unquote Detroit. Yeah. Like in terms of how he played like when he got here, like diving on like diving for loose balls, playing tough, playing every night, playing through injury. Like he was as Detroit as as it came in the last 10 years. Um, yeah. he was a superstar. Uh, I think Cade because he's gets after it defensively. I I think the I get what he's asking, but I think the the Detroit fan has changed so much. Um, a lot of now you're trying to the people who remember the going to work days and bad boy days the most are getting older and like they still follow the team, but now you're trying to attract a younger audience who's grown up in the era of having rooting for players and yeah. and, and big name players. And I think the city of Detroit would absolutely love to. Ha- I mean, think about it. They loved having Calvin. They loved having Matthew Stafford. They loved having yeah. Stevie. Um, obviously, those guys were homegrown. Kate will be homegrown as well. I think that, I think being homegrown, um, or whoever the pick is, sorry, you keep getting me with it. You keep getting me. You're good. Um, mm. Mm. That person will be homegrown, and I think that carries a lot of weight in this city. Am I getting you, or are you convinced? That's an easy, I mean, that's I've an been, easy cop-out I've been saying you. I think Kate is the pick, but I, I'm still not w- willing to go to 100%. I think the funniest thing about what you just said, which I don't think you realized unless you finally just gave in, is that you just called Matthew Stafford a superstar. I'm not a Matthew Stafford guy, but I'm not an idiot. Dumb, yeah, right? Like I know he's one of the he's been one of the best twelve quarterbacks for most of his career. I like this question a lot from Kieran Steckley. What's been Shout the key? He does the uh, I forgot the name of the podcast, but he does the Tigers podcast with Cody Stavanga, who's our uh, Tigers beat writer. Turning the corner. It's the name of the podcast. Yes, Turning the Corner. What's been the key to Casey and Weaver developing one vision for team building? Given that Weaver did not hire Dwayne Casey, it seems like a successfully arranged marriage. Very int- I like that last sentence because that is essentially what it is. I mean, I, th- I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, Dwayne comes from a program that his best success as a head coach um, – was based on player development and he sees obviously the importance in that and Troy comes from a scouting background where his goal is to identify players and talents and through the draft and and get them into an organization and help and and rely on the coaching staff to cultivate them and grow them so I think it's it's definitely a a, an arranged perfect marriage I think they just have respect for one another I mean Troy knows what Dwayne's done in this league and what he did with Toronto and uh in Dwayne's case, he's heard Troy's name for so long. Troy's been kind of revered as a, as we've talked about a bunch, a scout and a talent evaluator for for quite some time. Yeah, he did draft Mitch McGarry though. Um, this Can't one comes 100%. to us. No, I know, I'm just messing. This one comes to us from Pistons Tweeter. Now, the reason I'm asking this is because of the reply to it is really what I'm going to form the question as. Mm-hmm. So they said thoughts on if we could draft Aaron Henry. Isaiah Livers, and Luca Garza in the second round. Now, Bobby Bishop replied to that and said, James Edwards III could give Garza a bucket. Now, Shout out to who said that? Bobby Bishop. Bobby, you're my guy. I just want to ask this question. Are you going to lie to yourself? I'm getting a bucket. He'll win. I'm getting a bucket. Oh, uh, that's, the, that's the benchmark. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's always the benchmark. Like right. when I say about uh, right. who's, your, who's your boy in Sacramento? I Kyle Guy. Oh. Uh, or no, I, the Thunder. I always no, uh, no, no. Kyle guy. He's in, Sacramento. He, yeah, you're, I always get him. Not and, my um, guy, but yeah, I get him. And um, who's the Thunder guy? Poku. 
No. Kyle um, Singler? No. Not there anymore, but. Um, I think he went to Vir- – gosh, what is his name? He played for Phoenix for a little bit. Uh, Ty, Ty Jerome. Jerome? Ty, Ty Jerome. Jerome. I oh, the new Kyle assistant. Mixed up. Our new assistant. Yeah. <laughs> the new assistant, right. Yeah. Um, that's all I ever say is they're getting a bucket. Uh, but to answer the first question, I wouldn't rule out uh, Isaiah Livers. You like that. There's a, there was another one in here. Shoot, I got to find it real quick. It was about the draft. I think um, I, I, it was a while ago, but I, I, I do think they like there is some interest in like they they don't dislike Isaiah Livers. Uh, and if you think about it, the they got some Michigan people in there. Yeah, uh, makes sense. I'm the, not mad in the franchise. Yeah, more likely than Henry. From what I know, yes, sure. But that okay. that might not be the case. This one comes to us from Rob Hendricks in the same vein. Detroit needs some shooting. Hopefully that's something we address in the second round. Late first if we trade up. Any snipers on y'all's radar you'd like to see with the Pistons? We've talked about this a little bit. You've written a story about it. I really like Josh Christopher. I don't really know that he's the shooter that you want, but I think he's the scorer that you would want. Um, who's the guy? I'm blanking on his name. His nickname is Bones. Bones totally Island bl- from VCU. Um, yeah. I guess I'll give away. He's who I had them getting at 37 okay. um, in my piece that's running, if you're listening to this now. Um yeah, he shot 39.9% from three in college. He's Some people kind of relate him to Lou Will. It's just like a scorer off the bench from the guard spot. Under, uh, small but long arms. Um, yeah, but he shot very well spot up too. That's another guy. I think they definitely address shooting. Giannis got a 50-piece nugget at Chick-fil-A after he won. What are the Pistons players getting for lunch after they win the finals? It ain't damn buddies. I know that much. Um, Shout out to the sponsor of this episode, Buddy's Pizza. Nope. Nope, nope. Not happening. They liked my tweet, by the way. It's cute. I wish they liked making good pizza. Um, That was a good – I liked that comeback. That was good. I didn't laugh, but that was good. I liked that. I don't know. Coney Dogs? Sweetwater? Are they going to – what is it? American or Lafayette? Is it really? Yeah, so like every now and then they'll have the food truck out next to the building. Uh, but I don't think the building's been open for a while. Mm. Um, but it's hard to say because, like, Chick-fil-A is not like a Milwaukee food. Yeah, right. I just wanted Chick-fil-A. Um, yeah. and there's no fast food downtown except McDonald's. Uh, there's a McDonald's there's a, on Woodward that's absolutely atrocious to try to go to. There's a Burger King. Like, no, there's stuff downtown. I guess it's not technically downtown. You're right. Yeah, you're not right. downtown. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go Coney's. That's all the whole squad going to Lafayette. Ooh, James has made his decision. Lafayette guy. That's yeah, always. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. This one, I guess. Well, do you have a a dog in the race for free agency? And who like someone that's not like I'm not talking about re-signing. I'm talking about bringing someone in. I know we've talked about free agency before, and I I always kind of do my thing, but I don't really think there's 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 really been a conversation on on your half your behalf. Where you're like, I want this guy in Detroit. Not that you really do that, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, uh, to be honest, I haven't looked into it much. I don't, like I've said on here and, and written a bunch, I don't think they go for a media, even a medium sized splash outside of, in free agency, outside of their guys. Um, I could be wrong, but that's just what I've uh, gathered uh, up until this point. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I'll look into it more when free agency comes, but I, I don't think. I don't think they do anything uh, out of the norm or uh, unexpected, I should say. I've asked a decent number of Pistons fans this question, 
um, like via text or DM or whatever it be. Who's the worst player that you would trade for the number one pick? And you know what the worst one I got was? It's certainly the worst player for that pick. Is it Ben? No, but I, I floated that out to some people, and they said, some people said maybe, and everyone else said no. I would say no. The player is D'Angelo Russell. Ew. And I was like, so you just want to be bad forever. Like, yeah. you are really disinterested in winning. Gotcha. No. Let me ask you this one, because this one, this one got some oohs and ahs. I would say no. Mm-hmm. But people liked it. Michael Porter Jr. No, he's not worth the number one pick. I don't think so either. But like, people I'm like thinking, the score. Like I'm, if I'm thinking like, well, we're talking this. We're talking like Dame level. Like it's the number one pick. Like a team that has a guy like that that's maybe thinking well, about reshifting, rebuilding. You'd have to add more stuff, but yeah, I, mean, it's I guess Dame. maybe. It's it's Dame if the first pick is on it could be on Dame's level and do you think that about Cade probably not yeah, you I'm not gonna, specifically I'm not gonna, I mean I'm just not gonna say any of these guys are gonna be on Dame's level right now right. out of respect for Dame right. um, it's a good question like if the Celtics said I'll give you Jason Tatum for number one I would do that yeah. Um, but he's not. But I don't know that that's like he's not like the worst player you would take. Like I think Shea is probably the best answer. I don't even know if I would just take one for Shea. Is what and I'm saying. Six. Right, but this is like yeah, just I get, player I get for one. So well, like move, it, I, it's yeah. it's a hard it's hard to rack your brain of 400 players, and then you know try to be like oh it's gonna be this guy, and then yeah. you also have to quantify like who's quote unquote better, who's worse. Like Brandon Ingram, like that's a weird one to throw out there. And honestly, I don't even know if I would do like I would do Ingram and in ten, but first of all, the Pels aren't doing that. Oh, so now you um, do that. When I pitched it to you on the last pod, you're like, no, 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 no. I think I was on the fence, if memory serves. And I'm also saying it super just like off the cuff, like yeah, I'd do that. No, if I, if it happened, I would snap, and I wouldn't be a Pistons fan anymore. I would still be a Pistons. I'd be mad though. Okay. No, I could get on board with that. I could get him. No, 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 no. I forgot. I'm sorry. What we agreed on was that it makes no sense. Yeah, like Brandon Ingram fit. and his yeah his fit with Detroit. Just that's right. That's what we agreed on. From Matthew Adrian, on a scale of one to ten, how much is Pistons Twitter going to overreact to the summer league games? I'm gonna be honest. I 11. don't. You think eleven? Yes. I don't. I don't think that we will because I like we've talked about before. I don't think these guys are gonna play at all. And the question I wanted to ask you: There are Nick, you've seen there are people, and I get the excitement, but like people calling Cade uh, already a generational talent. Like people are yes. super excited. So, right. Um, but what what I'm saying is like, this is the question I was gonna ask you: Which of the four guys, four guys being the three rookies last year and Cade, plays the most games in summer league? Pro- Killian probably. I would say maybe Killian, but he has an injury history. Um, I don't anticipate Isaiah playing. We all saw the photos of the boot and the crutch. They've given us no information on that. Um, so I have nothing for people to ask, and I apologize. I've I've tried. Uh, I've I've asked nothing. Um, and I, Sadiq to me, I just can't see playing more than a game or two. He's he's been busy this summer. He's already proven. Um, Killian, I, I think it's going to be important for him to play games, but I could see like only like three or four, right? Cade, I could, or whoever the pick is, gosh, darn you, you keep getting me, whoever the pick is, um, 
Every, you, three you said or this four. like four times in this episode. I'm literally not saying anything, and you keep. I know you just keep putting it. it in my head. I know. Uh, I'm it's a, it's a shtick too. Um, I just can't see, like, if they make the playoffs. I don't. Maybe they try to go for the title because it's good right. momentum and it's it's cool and cute. But I think at the first sign of, I, I hurt. This hurts. Like the, they're going to get shut down. Yeah, and that's and that's exactly why I don't really think people are going to overreact. Like I think that they may overreact to individual performances. So I guess on that level, yes, yeah, 11. that's what I meant. Yeah, See, I'm sorry, because for some reason, what I was thinking was like their overall performance as a team. I don't think people are going to care because the context is going to be such that like most of these guys that we actually care about aren't really going to be playing that much. So I like I don't think Matt McQuaid's going to go out there again and completely ball out uh, like he did, which he actually I'm pretty sure he didn't. When he yeah, played in our, no, he didn't. I just remember that he was there. Yeah, and um, he's busy now. He's with uh, Michigan State. That's right. He took a job in like their athletic department. Or no, it was with the basketball team. Yeah, I think video coordinator or something like that, or grad assist. I don't know, something like that. Video coordinators. You're just the film guy, right? Uh, yeah. You you chop up the film, give it to the coach. The coach tells you what he wants. You find the film, break it down. Yeah. Okay. If you, this is from Mister Blue Sky. If you each had to pick one contest, challenge, or game that you have to beat the other one in, what would it be? Don't say Hor- basketball. Horse. Don't say nothing basketball related. Oh. Because okay. you're you're washing me no matter what. Okay. Um I don't know. FIFA? I'll give you some bars. We go eight bars, I'm washing you. Nah, I think you see you don't know. I, I you don't know about the kid. Get some yak in me. <laughs> Throw a beat on. I've been doing this. Uh, One of my, I'm actually a very good freestyler. Immaculate. One of my okay. best friends is a producer. If, you, if you've if you heard the name John Connor, uh, rapper out of Flint, he signed Dr. Dre a few years ago, whatever. He's produced for him, and like since we were in high school, he's just made beats, and that's how we would spend our weekends is in his basement as he's making beats, and as we were feeling good, we step up to the mic. There's unreleased. There's so unreleased uh, J words tracks out there. They're all oh on my God. phone and will never get out. You're surprised you've never sent any of them to me. Oh, I send no, you my tracks all the time, and you tell me every time I don't really like this, but keep doing you. That's not true at all. Um, yeah, no, I would not. Nah, nah, couldn't risk it getting out. <laughs> Tropical Louis V Optical. Tropical like Louis V Optical. Go check out. Sig- go to YouTube, check out Siggity featuring Be Easy, Tropical Views. Mm. Great song. I'll, some, I say that to those that, those words to myself all the time. I always be like, Tropical, Louis, Louis V, v optical. optical. So good. Smooth. So good. Uh, this one comes to us from, oh, I didn't say what I would beat you in, like, actually. Um, mm-hmm. which, I don't know, dude. I'm nice at FIFA. I'm, like, I'm real life nice. That's, like, but that's what I do in my free time. Like, it's it's, um, a, it's not it's not a game. I don't think I could beat you in anything. I don't think that's true. I think you could get me in. Who blacks out first? I would beat you. Or no, wait, who blacks out I last? Drink. I would beat you. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I drink. I don't drink. So. I, yeah, okay. You would. You would win that. I can't beat you in anything then. All right. I, I don't this think one that's comes true, but all right. From, from Nick Nice. Do the Pistons plan to hold a pre-draft press conference where Weaver speaks to the media? Is that a thing? I thought they just do it after the draft. Um, I'm trying to remember in previous years, have we done pre-draft stuff? 
maybe, but I would say from all um, accounts and what's transpired thus far, they've kept everything pretty tight-lipped. Like, people have asked me, like, why aren't we seeing who the team's working out? And and that's because I haven't gotten emails of who's working out that day. In previous years, um, we would get an email, who's working out this day, and we go to the facility, and after they're done working out, we would interview them. But we're not getting those this year, and I'm imagining, I don't know this, but I'm just guessing that's a something Troy doesn't care to do because that's really the only change is now he's in charge and he just probably doesn't want all that out there. Mm. Um, and yeah, so like I, I, I would think that we're going to talk to him on draft day or the press conference um, after the draft, but you never know. Maybe we'll talk to him before. Okay. One of the other things that we, uh, we talked about on the Detroiters pod the other day, we spent like 15 total minutes talking about this super niche conversation that it's actually compelling to me from Ryan Banks. Any guesses on Cade's number? We've seen him, all we, the numbers that are retired. We've seen him in, uh, we've seen Jersey swaps in zero, double zero, two, which he can't wear two. Yeah, he can't um, wear two, right? We've seen eight. I think we've seen uh, 12. Uh, Eli was like, how do you feel if he wears 23? And I was like, whoa. What's wrong with that? Because Blake? Exactly. And all that's going to do is stir up more like rhetoric for the people who hate Blake Griffin now and be like, see, like Cade deserves this. And it's going to be like a whole weird thing and people are going to be really weird about it. So I, I think, think I think Cade would look really cool in 23. Um, I'm really hoping he doesn't pick a stupid number. Uh, I think double because... zero would be cool. No, um, I don't like double zero. Just do zero. I wish he could wear two because he would look so good. He would look so good in his number two jersey. Yes. And see, this is why it's niche, because James doesn't get it. it. Two would look amazing. Can we unretire? I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Um, I was going to say, can we unretire 11? No, 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 no. I don't want to do that. That'd be shocking. No. That's the last one that he'll get unretired. Yeah, right. Right. Um, if Frank leaves, I like five. Yeah. When, and when maybe, Hamadou leaves. And, and when, maybe when, maybe Cade ahead. can still take five. You're right. No, you're right. Um, I would imagine the Pistons would give uh, Cade priority on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, when Hamadou leaves, six. I think he'll I'm look not good a fan in that. Of six. It's an I like that number. Mm. To me. Hey, I got a question for you. Got two I would questions wear, for you. I would wear a number like I when I played. I used to wear twenty-seven, like a number nobody wears. Yeah, the old Chris Smooth special twenty-seven. Now it's Jamal Murray, but. Yeah, um, I would I would pick a number like that, like even if it's ugly, just a number nobody's known for or had. Yeah, you want to yeah. make your own number cool. You want yeah. you want you want to be that number. Yep. Okay. Um, two questions. Like Seventeen. Good number. Uh, are Tony you guys Snow. getting? Are you guys getting bumped in the arena? Where are you sitting now? Uh, so where everybody saw that bar thing, we don't sit there. That's where like. So how the Pistons do, I don't know. Maybe we are getting moved, but where that bar is is not where we sit. Me, mm. Rod, Omari, and Keith Langlow, we sit on the court at the oh, other end right. near the I'm Pistons just... bench. Yes. And then the that section used to be everybody else. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I, to my knowledge, it just impacts them. But, I mean, maybe we get there and they're made our – spot seats to sell yeah. them i don't know they got we'll bottle girls on the floor now or something like that yeah, you be. can't be there well i'm because i'm sorry i was thinking this year you guys had to sit there for like covid reasons right like you guys were just like in the stands 
Oh yeah, that's a good point. Floor. We did we did sit on that side for the COVID year. Yeah, but normally right. we're on the floor closest right. to Pistons bench. Uh, non-COVID years. Forgot about Let that. me throw this out there. You threw out a little. Uh, even though you claim that you didn't know, which I believe that you don't. I'm just messing with you. Why in that 3D rendering was the was the court blue? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't. Um, Does it, it just feels like they would want to actually see what it looks like with their real floor, so they would have made it red, and the fact that they made it blue is like, hmm. Maybe, I mean, my guess is that the court's going to be blue. I don't, I honestly do not know. I don't, I don't like to waste my bullets on that, on, on that stuff. Um, I, I would imagine that <laughs> it would, I, I'd, I'd imagine it was purposeful. Hmm. Yeah, because why like, else they're gonna have? I'm sure people ask questions. So now it's like, why would you do blue if it's not gonna be blue? Right. I mean, I think they're getting new jerseys. I don't think I think that's not like a that's not out huh? there. It's not huh? like a secret. Every year, teams get new jerseys. Oh, I'm, I thought you were talking about like a rebrand. I'm sorry. Oh, I think that's coming. I mean, it started last year. The three one three gear. Didn't. The three one three gear. Okay, yeah, okay. They started, okay. They're yeah. starting to slowly roll stuff out. Um, mm. A lot of Rock Nation people working for the team now. I, I certainly think that uh, I certainly think a rebrand is is in the works. It's it was in the works when Troy got here. Uh, which color in the Pistons uh, palette would you like to see utilized most on a jersey? Do you want to see the red come back, but like in a better way? I thought the other red ones were fine. I'm just glad that we got the red back. What do you want to see? You want you want the black back again? No, I mean. But you're talking about like the red, white, and blue, like of the Pistons colors, yeah, or you talking about can, jerseys they've ever worn? Yeah, like you, you know what colors I'm talking about? Just Pistons colors. Does, that does we've teal ever count? Worn. Yeah. yeah, sure. Teal. Do a teal night. What if? But if it's not classic, it's just a new. It's like a new, like a nah, modernized it has to be the classic. It has to be the the old ones. Um. Uh, I guess red jerseys would be cool. Anything but gray. Gray jerseys are disgusting. Metal, yeah. whatever you want to call them, gray metal. The chromes. They were chrome. they were called the chromes. All that's those are was. every chrome jersey they've ever had has been gross to me, and that's with. I don't know if there's a gray jersey I've ever liked. Like the Lions gray jerseys are hideous. You don't like those? I think the, the color rush ones. I kind of like them. I don't like I thought any they were gray. Fine. It's my gracious, favorite. Uh, my favorite look was when they would do all Honolulu blue. Loved that, and then I also loved when they would wear their white uniform, like their white jerseys with the Honolulu blue pants. Loved that look. Yeah, so, I like so that much. too. White and blue um, goes good together. I, I kind of like the Colts as a kid because of that. Um, yeah, Penn Edrin, State. Edron James, shout out to Edron James. Shout um, out to uh, Larry Johnson, uh, Penn State. Uh, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. Yep. Um, Dallas Clark. Uh, Ooh, great Bob one. Sanders. No gloves. No gloves. Tight end. Yeah, love that from Dallas Clark. Um, um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. Marvin I, Harrison. I do, Marvin Harrison. I don't know if we should shout out Marvin Harrison. Oh wait, what don't I know about Marvin Harrison? Uh, look into Marvin's past. He was a very quiet guy as a player, but I, I think he may have been involved in some situations. Gotcha. Look that up. It's worth checking out. Um, yeah, I, I to go back to the court thing, I'd imagine it's purposeful. If I had to guess, I don't know why else they wouldn't do that. Now, my only thing, my only other reason it could be blue is it looked like the play on the court was the Seku dunk against the Cavs. Yeah. And the the Cavs court was blue, so maybe it was just easier to depict that shade. play. Different yeah, shade. Yeah, it, it was a different shade, you're right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing we're going to see a blue court. I love that most people won't care about this. 
I I think a lot of that, that was when I posted that there were a lot of questions about the blue court. Do you think I'm going to say this and I, look? I, I, tacky's not the right word. I don't like how it looks though. The the bar in the arena. I don't like how it looks. I could see why somebody thinks it's tacky. Yeah, I'm not. Th- but that's that's not the right word. I just don't know how else to describe it. I don't even mean that. I just mean it like, looks like I a ju- game show backdrop. It's it's gimmicky to me. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Um. So you can't if I if I go down there and I get you a like a, a Corona, can't you can't after the game. But That's it'll be too closed. bad. Well, I'll just hold on to it. All right. Hey, I mean, if you're, you're having those seats, let me borrow 20 bucks. I don't have money, James. Well, I'm d- broke. D- d- you're going to have to have money to be down there. Uh, No, I know some people. Okay. I can get on a few lists. All right. And then I can, yeah. I'm going to spend so much money at that team shop, dude. I, they're going to, yeah, it's going to be, their sales are going to go up with this number one pick. Kate Cunningham in Detroit. People like that. They did. Um, and I love – I mean, yeah, I get it. People are excited to see Kate here. I, I, I didn't tweet it. And he was it. excited to be here, by the way. Yeah, and I didn't tweet it at the time, but, like, it's since come out. Like, the other guys are coming this week as well. Like, he's not the only one in town going to be in town. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Not getting the red carpet treatment. Tigers left town already. What are they going to do? Where yeah, are they going to go? Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely purposeful that he was first. Gonna go roller skating at that glow in the dark place. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know if it's there anymore. Has to be. I know it, it was there a few years ago. I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember seeing it. Hmm. But there's nothing they can do. This was a calculated move by the Pistons. Be like, we gotta get Kate. We gotta we gotta show him the ropes. We gotta get him some buffs. I mean, which I don't know if they actually did. You're uh, taking a big gamble if you're gonna try to impress them with the Tigers, who have been playing well lately. Which, by the way, uh, they won like that. fourteen nothing. They did, but I don't. That's not the norm. Recently, it is. No, they've been very good recently, but it's still. I don't. Wouldn't call going to the Tigers game a red red carpet treatment. It does suck a little bit that um he wasn't there like a few days earlier over the weekend when they were doing like their Tigers bash thing, and it was like an electric atmosphere. You know what I mean? And I'm sure scheduling just made it such that it couldn't happen. But he went to like a game that like crowd wasn't great. I do love that it was Texas. And Kate is from Texas, and we murdered them. Oh, yeah, it was the Rangers, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. That feels no. real good. It, it, people got photos. They didn't make it a secret. No. And then they, it's like, well, Evan Mobley and Jalen Green, they might they might post photos. From where? The airport bathroom? They're not going <laughs> to do anything. They're not going to. No, they're not going to have fun. They're going to go they to dinner. Get, I don't know if that's true. I do. You're not going to just. They're going to they're gonna be cordial all all their guests as far as i'm concerned they're just gonna do a, a zoom from the hotel room they're just gonna <laughs> it, it doesn't matter <laughs> that'd be effed up you flew me out here to to zoom me <laughs> i'm vaxxed up for what hey is that uh is that gonna be a thing at the draft are they gonna do you just have to like show your vax card i don't know if no you are vaccinated do yeah. you have to like uh I think get I tested do. or anything like that i need to check i, I have to at least show them vaccinated i think and i have to wear a mask because mm. they're letting fans in so it's going to be a packed building how how good is that going to feel for you again because you haven't really been anywhere like you haven't really done anything you've been so busy there's been so much happening I been well i'm sorry you, you went on vacation at least yeah i mean i'm a little nervous i've been definitely had a, a tough mental health week uh a lot going on some you know about um yeah 
it's all good stuff, but it's it, it's a little overwhelming. But even like I don't, I naturally am a, a scared flyer. So um, getting used to, I mean, at a point you get so used to it. Like I said, I'd fall asleep before it takes off, but I hadn't done it in a year. So now I'm trying to reacclimate and get used to all that. It's a little nerve wracking. Yeah. Uh, two things. Uh, one, are you somebody like when you first started flying, like for this job, were you like somebody who hated flying? Like you weren't like you were bad oh, yeah. at it. I was terrified and now yeah. I'm like kind of re terrified again. Cause I haven't flown in a year. Yeah. Or I, fl- um, I mean, I flew a few weeks ago, but I'm, I'm saying I have to get back like it's New York and then a week later Vegas. Yeah. Oh man. It is. That. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, but it's Vegas, right? Like you're going yeah, to Vegas. Yeah, but that's a long so. flight. Yeah. You got a connector in Chicago? Straight. Straight through, baby. That's Red carpet. Oh, stop Delta it. Delta Comfort. Uh, the second thing, you, I, I think it's really cool. James and I are kind of going through the same stuff right now. And it's kind of funny because, like, I'll call James. James is my agent, and I'll just call James <laughs> to, to, like, work me through some stuff. And, uh, yeah, we're kind of, we're, we're dealing with the same thing. So it's really nice. I'm very happy that I have James, uh, to sort of lean on for emotional support in these sort of situations. That's what I'm here for, man. I'm, I'm here to see you succeed and you've, you've done nothing but succeed this, this it's been, it's been a hot boy summer for the kid. Well, both of us. Yeah. But you, you've, you've well, you're taken the kid. we're not going there. Just, we're not going there. Cause what do you, what do you, we don't, what are you talking about? Don't want to say anything that can't that shouldn't be said, on accident. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. No, no, no. Oh, I know it's not disrespectful. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. I'm just talking about the just fact take that this praise because we got Cade and your stuff is doing well, and like you got oh. to go on vacation, like you finally got to go do it's something. It's a good cover up. Good job. Now I'm gonna have to cut this out. No, you're I not. I tried We're to fine. salvage it. We are fine. We are I good. Tried are to there do any you more solid. questions? Uh, not really. I mean, there was, there was, uh, one, uh, let's do all, two all more. We... And then we're going to talk about your trip to Milwaukee before we close. Well, it's all just a bunch of stuff that we kind of talked about before. Like, what do you think about Kate at the Tigers game? It's like, well, we talked about that in the, I think you know, we... he was at the Tigers game. Yeah. Um, this one too, I was going to ask this, but I was like, I don't know. We, you know, uh, can each of you make a case for your favorite pizza place in Detroit? Probably save this for the end when you're running out of ideas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Metro Detroit, Comos and Ferndale, the Roni. Um, it's got an amazing flavor. Uh, it's by far the best pizza I've had since I moved to Detroit in my four years. And I don't need to give my answer. It's Hungry Howie's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Jets? Good. Good pizza. Better than Buddy's. Wild. I might order Jets tonight because my – Do they well, have in not, Chicago? Dude, there are a few. Yeah. Okay. What sucks is if you get Little Caesars. James, if you go to Little Caesars right now, how much is a hot and ready? Five bucks. Five thirty? Six? Five, it's five thirty. Yeah, it's five thirty. Because the, the sales tax is 6%. Yeah. It's always five dollars. You know how much a hot and ready is out here? Seven, about, 14. About eight bucks. Yeah, Chicago's different. And I'm just like I, – I, you know, I want to get a deep dish. I'm spending about 15 bucks. Yeah, nah. No, it's yeah, trash. If I'm spending 15, just I'll eat lasagna at Giordano's. Oh, stop it. I don't hate myself that much. <laughs> Overrated, um, man. No, I. Uh, somebody asked me did they go yesterday, the guys that I was with in Milwaukee, they're like, what's the best place to eat in Milwaukee? I go, you know, believe it or not, I go, you know the best hamburger I've had in Milwaukee? They go, where? I go, Wahlburgers. I don't know if you've heard of it before. Nice little place called Wahlburgers. <laughs> they have one in Detroit. 
They have one in it's. There's one in Detroit. There's one in Chicago, and there's one in Milwaukee. And Wahlberg's it is, is a solid. It's fine. Yeah. It's the most like. It's a little bit pricey, and it's the most like I'm not mad I ate here, but like it's fine food yeah. that I've ever eaten in my life. I don't ever um, like go. Oh, I want a burger. Let's go to Wahlburgers, but I've been right. to Wahlburgers. Yeah, I'm ashamed to say that I've been there three times. I wouldn't be ashamed. Feels a little like a few too many times. Is there a Shake Shack around or a Five Guys? If so, then be ashamed. I'm not going to Five Guys. I'm not spending $400. That's Chicago, though, but fair. No, it's not. No, it's not I go to, I would go to the Five Guys in Brighton, and it'd be the same price. No, it's not that pricey. It's not. And then Shake Shack. I've never actually had Shake Shack. There are a bunch of them around here. I've never had That's it. That's good. There's, they're in a lot of airports, but there's Shake Shack, Five Guys, and Wahlburger all downtown Detroit. Mm. Two uh, Five Guys and Wahlburger, Greek Town, and yeah, what are we talking about? Um you went to Milwaukee for game six. You yep. did the, you did the, what's it called? The deer district. Yep. Um, oh, you got the shirt on for the deer. I'm still in the same clothes. I haven't changed. I'm can you, I've, can, can you put into words and then we'll get out of here? What was the energy when you got there and what was the energy when you left? Uh, pretty indescribable. Like it was the most, uh, I, I was getting a lot of texts that were like, is it as crazy there right now as it looks on TV? And the, I didn't know how it looked on TV. I just knew that it was like a war zone. But like yeah. in the in like a super playful way. Like everybody right. was cool. It was just like it was nuts. You know what I mean? Um, it's a lot of people. Was, I didn't see many masks either. Hope I didn't you're see, right. I didn't see one. Yeah, I hope you're right. Yeah. Um, apparently, it was the full sixty-five thousand. I couldn't really tell. I just knew that there was everywhere you went. There was it was just insane it was pure chaos um everybody was in super high spirits the entire game they were down at halftime people didn't care um you know after the game i mean it was just an explosion you know and uh they were setting off fireworks on top of pfizer and it when was, was the, the, when was the time what what moment basket situation did was the sense that it was the championship was staying in milwaukee or coming to milwaukee well it was in milwaukee but stay it was not leaving it was there was not going to be a game seven. When was that moment? The tip. Of I'm the dead game? serious. I'm dead serious. Okay, but I'm talking about at the end. Like when did everybody exhale? I don't know if I could really point to a specific moment. I, but I, I honestly, even though I think that what how much did they end up winning by like eight. PJ Tucker was bringing the ball up the floor to wind out the clock. Yeah. I think that was the moment that people finally realized like we can trust the Bucks right now. Like right. it's it's actually about to happen. Um, I I I don't know. It would be difficult. For also again i was you know um but i do remember there was like sort of weird tension while simultaneously there being this collective like like whispers oh my gosh it's about to happen but everybody in the back of their minds was like you know um it was man it was just just to be that was the first time i've ever like witnessed a championship in real life before Mm -hmm. um was and did that experience surpass you going to uh you went to a game in the brooklyn series right I went to game four of the Brooklyn series. Yeah. Did that suppress that experience? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was, it's, it's different because I was, I was physically in the arena for that game. Right. And for this one, I was just more, um, I was in just around ambience. people who, yeah, maybe in, in around some more people who didn't care as much, you know, they just were there just to have there. A good time. Yeah. And even in the, like the video that I recorded while I was there, um, you'll see one conversation, the video, as of, if you're listening to this, um, the video's out, it's been uploaded, but, um, such a like great was idea, one, man on the street. 
video. <sighs> so good. Especially the fact I, that you're like a Bucks fan, but not fully a Bucks fan. Like it's yeah, it's a listen, great dynamic. The reason that I tried, to, I don't really want to talk about it, is because I know that it just makes a lot of Pistons fans upset, and I I'm somewhere between caring and not caring. Um, one of the questions that we actually got was, Nick, are you done being a Bucks fan now? And it's like, actually, I think that's a good point. Um, I don't know. I don't. I just I just like them, and I like that I like their fans. And yeah, if anything, I, I just feel like a, I feel with like like a bigger bond with them now because I was able to share that with them. But the entire time, I was just like, but this isn't like I want this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm happy because I'm happy for the fans. And how often? Well, how often as you're in this situation in this moment, were you like thinking about the Pistons? And like not just the like oh sweet I'm talking about like having a moment like that with your fan base all uh, all the time i mean the entire night and you know how hard it was for me to a not wear my cage shirt and b not ask people like hey how does it feel that you don't have cade Cunningham?" and like <laughs> see what they're like it was really difficult for me to do that but i was like nick don't do that like just just keep it you know just don't be that guy right now um but the entire game i know it's probably going to be difficult for some people to believe like the entire time the nerve um, of actually, you to consider telling Bucks fans <laughs> who have Giannis <laughs> and your beloved Chris Middleton. Yeah, and Drew. And, and Drew. Dante. Yeah. They don't have Kate. The audacity. Yeah, and it would just be funny. And I think everybody was – like, I didn't really get – when I was recording my video, nobody got mad at me. Everybody was very, very fun, except the one guy who tried to fight me, um, which yeah, I cut – super bro I cut a lot of that out of the video. That guy was, like, seemed, ready to fight. He seemed like a lame-ass – Oh my gosh! If you if you didn't see the clip that I tweeted out, it was literally I said to a guy, I was like, "I go, you want to be on TV?" And he goes, "Yeah." I go, "Great. What's your name?" And he goes, "Tony." I go, "All right, great. We got Michael here." And he cuts me off. He's like, "Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And then he it sounded was like he had thing. an accent. Like I didn't know what his yeah, name he did. was. Okay, he did. Yeah. Um, Good. I'm glad you had a blast. Uh, you got great content out of it. I'm I haven't seen it yet, um, but I'm super excited to watch it and. Like I said, I'll, I'm going to retweet it because when you pitched that idea and you told me about it, I was like, yes, all yes. Um, yeah, so good. I'm to, glad you enjoyed yourself. I had to drink a lot to f- not have anxiety for that. I get it. Um, like I was, uh, you know, being in public, period, is really difficult for me. Like around that many people, I just, I get really anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going through my backpack this morning and I was taking out my camera to like, you know, export all the videos. And it was just like fireball 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 <laughs> just like the little shooters you know yeah. it was so many of them and you know what i did do in deer district the confetti's been you know shot out of a million cannons and everybody's you know the game's been we're about an hour removed from the game being over i picked up a handful of confetti and put it in my backpack because i was like yeah save that. I, I don't know i just yeah. thought that was i just thought it was kind of cool that's dope um it was cool man it was um I really want Detroit to have something like that. And I don't really know that they have the infrastructure for it. They have uh, a little not, space. I don't know that big. Yeah, but um, it's they'd have to close off so many streets. Yeah. There's a there's a alley um where we used to go where the media used to go. There's a street that's pretty much like cars can't get down it that you could do something. But it, uh, there's not an area where you could fit 65,000 people without closing down streets. No. no. Um so even if they do open up that little plaza for like the play-in game next year, I'm on board with that. Now, admittedly, I will be in the arena. I don't think I'll ever do man-on-the-street stuff for Detroit because I'm too invested and I would prefer to be at the actual game. Um, 
Also, because I don't want to mess with Pistons fans. I like them too much. Fair. But if it's what if it's good? What, what if it's? Yeah, maybe maybe after game or something. I don't really know. It's difficult. Um, just walk around downtown with your mic after the game. People will still be out. Yeah, but I got to get a new mic because someone stole mine. <sighs> Shout out to Milwaukee. Yeah, what did I do? Shout out to Milwaukee because you're, you're you, you guys? entered you came on their turf posing. I was not posing. That was authentic. No, I know you love Milwaukee, but you don't love Milwaukee like they love Milwaukee. No. Not they even love close. The, they love the streets they got to walk down. They love their their winners. They yeah. love everything. Yeah, it's they're Milwaukee. I asked one girl I go, who's more iconic? And this will be in the video, too. I go, who's more iconic, Giannis Antetokounmpo or Miller Lite, like, to the city of Milwaukee? Yeah. She goes, "She goes, I think I'm going to have to go with Miller Lite. I was like, stop. I mean, stop it. I would say that's probably right. I mean, you have to think about it. And we'll leave on this. If you saw Giannis's IG live on Wednesday, the lady, the young lady, um, uh, the young lady – who At took Chick-fil-A. Giannis's order had no idea who he was. Wild. And she was young, like yeah. I'd say teens, early twenties, and it didn't yeah. reach her. So it's a different it's a different uh yeah, I don't know if basketball reigns supreme. It's a great moment, but I I don't think everybody's glued in. Hey, let's give your answer. This so this is how we'll sign off today. We signed off last week by answering this question. We have to do we question. have to pick albums because we've been slacking on that. Yeah. Too. Um Can the Chicago Bulls restore Yes or no? My answer no. is no. Nope. Okay, cool. We're all on the same page of that. Pretty sure everybody else was too. James, what is your album this week? Um, I'm going to go with, gosh, I always like tell you we're going to do albums, then I always get surprised when you tell me I'm going first. Um, It's always how it goes. That's never changed. We're going to go with, my gosh i'm gonna go with Thank what you. could possibly go wrong by dominic fike i've heard people say fikey i don't actually know how to say it but what could possibly go wrong it came out last year i don't remember where it ranked on my top 13 albums of last year i think it was near the bottom i think it was like 12 or 13 um it's sort of just like an alternative maybe in some tracks it's a little bit grungy it's a little bit processed um sort of this alternative rock with like a mix of pop i don't i don't know how to describe the stuff that he makes um but what could possibly go wrong amazing cover art uh for the record and he's just like a super like hipster like the jenners really like him and like that's how he got famous <laughs> i don't know really know how he got famous but he's like kind of hipstery yeah that's like one of those if you know you know things i don't know i like him though um i'm gonna go with i i picked up a new uh wu-tang book that i've absolutely very much enjoyed just going through the history of the creation, uh, the al- their albums as a group, the individual albums. And I'm going to go with Jizza, Liquid Swords. Um, I think, personally, I'm, Ghostface is my favorite out of Wu-Tang. Raekwon has the best solo album with only built for Cuban links for to me personally. But Jizza's is neck and neck with that. And Liquid Swords is phenomenal. So that's what I'm going to go with. Jizza, Liquid Swords. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. If you made it this far, genuinely, thank you very, very much for listening. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars and subscribe. Leave a review if you're feeling generous. We will catch you guys in the next one.